You found a show that will explore how to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is both focused and balanced. Welcome to Live Exceptionally. In a world where we are constantly bombarded with demands on our time and attention, it can be difficult to find the space to truly live our best lives. But what if we could find a way to live exceptionally with a sense of purpose, freedom, and rest? Whether you're a busy professional, a stay-at-home parent, or anyone who wants to live a more focused and balanced life, this show is for you. Join us as we discover how to live exceptionally, finding freedom and rest along the way. Now, let's get into this week's episode of Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Welcome back to Live Exceptionally, where we equip people with keys and tools to experience a kingdom lifestyle that is purposeful, focused, and balanced. Please don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. And stay connected with us at elisi.org to know about events, inspirational media, and more. That is elisi.org, E-L-I-C-I. And in this week's episode, I'm excited to speak with Adriana Grimaldo, uh, who is the founder of People Loving People. Uh, But I will let her tell her story. How are you? Thank you so much for having me. It's an honor to be a part of your talk show here. So I appreciate you uh, inviting me. Thank you. I'm excited for you to uh, be here uh, with us. So um, as before we get started uh, with any discussion points, um, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your ministry? Sure. So I guess I'll get started by just saying my name is Adriana Grimaldo, born and raised here in Chicago. And just to give you a little bit of clue, um, I have this dress on that I got for Mother's Day and my daughter gave it to me. She said, this is for you when you go out to evangelize. And uh, she gave me a box of chocolates that said teacher. So I'll take my daughter's prophetic word and say nice. uh, in the kingdom, um, that's one of my roles. But first and foremost, I am a daughter of the most high. That is my identity. And um, my function is to share the gospel, to go out and um be a fisher of men in many ways. And people loving people has given me such a a blessed opportunity to do that to people that are sometimes not thought of or forgotten or, you know, not somebody that you're going to invite to church with you on a regular basis. So um, that's a little bit about people loving people. But um, if you want me to share more on that, I can. Yeah, and uh, we worked together on an outreach uh, ministry in uh, Chicago, which is how I met you. And one of the things that I have um, enjoyed and admired from afar is your heart for people, the heart for Chicago, and the heart for those who are disadvantaged, um, particularly uh, through your uh, People Loving People ministry. Um, So can you just share a little bit about your background and your experience and what helped to shape your starting uh, these ministries? But particularly, first, we'll talk about people loving people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So thank you for that. And yes, yeah, so I grew up in Chicago back in, you know, uh, a time when 
family and community was was a big thing. And we had a lot of um, playing outside and, and being just together as part of our normal day. We would go outside and, and play and do things like that. But secretly, what people didn't fully know is that I was oftentimes hungry at home. And I had, um, you know, hardships in growing up uh, with a single mom and oftentimes, you know, just being home alone, there was no food to eat. And so I understood and I still do the plight of what it means to not have your basic needs being met. And that in itself helped to shape this ministry that is full of God's grace and mercy. And so um, back in 2014, I had started to go out to the streets and just, I remember one holiday, we had a bunch of leftover food and we went under the viaduct over there by um, the expressway. And we just started to share pe with people uh, the food. And then more and more as you grow in uh, understanding that it's more than just the physical food, then your, your, your goal and you understand from the Lord is to share the love of Christ, to share hope in Christ, to share the gospel, to cast your net in these areas where um, many people are lost and broken and they're, they're at their worst. It, it's worst. And that's when they need that helping hand. They need the community to rise up and, and just give them, you know, uh, a reminder that they belong to the Lord. Amen. And I, I think that it's awesome that you saw a need and then you went and met it. You know, a lot of times um, we may, as people, we might see a need, but it's not something that we're actually moved to, to do. And you didn't wait for like an organization or a business. You know, you just went out there and, and just started doing it, uh, which I think is is really uh, good. Uh, tell us about any types of activities that you have planned for uh, this summer for people loving people. I know that there's you tend to uh, increase the amount of effort um, that you do through the summer. Um, but talk about your current projects and ministry uh, events that you have planned for this summer. Thank you. Yeah, so definitely um, when I first started People Loving People, I don't know how, by God's grace, we were able to go every Friday out to the streets, like for years out of my home, we prepared up to 225 hot meals and we would go, go out into the streets and go to the places where the homeless were living and bring this hot food and the message of the gospel. Um, our mission statement is that in faith and love, we are a light of hope for all. So as we've seen the pandemic hit, there's been a shift and a change in the situation with the homeless. And as it stands right now, our biggest population of homeless are these refugees that are coming into the city. So at this current time, there is a location that will be at out on the street, um, situated in one spot versus driving around and, you know, meeting people. But there are over um, 800 people living in one building downtown, which is off of um, State and, and Van Buren. It is the intersection where this little park, it's called Pritzker Park, um, is literally across the street from where they're living. 
And so we'll be there every Monday starting on June 5th and going through the month of August every Monday at 5.30. And so we just invite you to join us. Um, one of the things that we do oftentimes is meet basic needs. So we'll bring food, we'll bring toiletries, clothes, we bring you know something to drink, and if we can, point people to shelter. But in this situation, there's a unique sheltering system that the city has employed so that part we can only just keep praying for, um, you know, revival in people's hearts and revival in their minds and that they will take the opportunity to live their lives in Chicago now, but um, under the grace of God and, and living for Christ. So if you want to join us, it's a little park called Pritzker Park, and it's right across the street from the Harold Washington Library. Um, right off of State and Van Buren. And if you want to sow a seed, People Loving People is a completely um, volunteer and donations-based uh, certified nonprofit. We've been a certified nonprofit in the city of Chicago since 2015, and we haven't had any funding as far as like grants or anything like that, but people come forth, and that's how we've been able to continue to serve the community. That's awesome. I think that's uh, phenomenal. Uh, and so you mentioned Monday starting June 5th at yes. 5 p.m. And how long is that for each Monday? Yes. So 530 and it'll go until like an hour, an hour and a half. So 530 to 7 would probably be a good, um, you know, time frame. Okay. So every Monday from 530 to 7 at Pritzker Park, and that's to help serve uh, the people uh, that are at that location. Right. And and so when we say serve, um, sometimes we'll have food, but sometimes we won't. And so this means we're going to show up with a mic and we're just going to love on people. You know, one of the biggest, um, I would say, accomplishments of people loving people is to just be a friend to people. I know like when we would show up every Friday the people that um, were waiting for us, they would be so excited to tell us what their day was like, what happened during the week, some updates on the people that were out there. And just being a friend to a homeless person, it sometimes melts my heart because I can't believe that this is like a thing. Like it doesn't sound <laughs> glorious and it doesn't sound fancy, but to know that God allowed me to come out there and be his hands and feet mm -hmm. is really what it comes down to. Because in my own personal life, I'm not, you know, like looking to be friends with homeless people. But because I I can exude the heart of Christ, then they see the friendship of Jesus, you know, through us. So that's basically what we'll be doing. It may be just serving friendship. It may be just sowing seeds of love and hope and inspiration. That's awesome. Well, I know I will be out there. I don't know if I'll be able to be there every Monday. And and with that in mind, you know, sometimes people's schedules are hectic with children, people having to pick up their children uh, from camp or school or, you know, whatever the issues may be. So if they can't be there on Monday evenings each week, they can also sow a seed and they can uh, do that I'm assuming through your uh, website, if they wanted to yes. go there and sow a seed. 
Yes. So um, PLP has a link for donations that takes you through PayPal. Um, PayPal now has many options. You know, if you don't have a PayPal account, you could still just make a donation. Um, That's definitely helpful. And if you are going to show up and you want to bring something, um, you know, you can also email us. And so we can coordinate that. Like we have a need sometimes for socks or, you know, whatever it may be. And, And if you need, you know, we'll coordinate to pick it up from you or whatever that may look like. Um, yes, definitely. Please reach out through our website and through our email, which is the same as the website, just at gmail.com. Okay. And if someone can't attend uh, on the weekly times of serving, um, you said that they can make arrangements to bring food, bring uh, items. Um, is there anything else or other events that you have planned that you'd like to p- people to be aware of that you're needing support and help this summer? Yeah, so the other um, opportunity to get involved is through Seven Ripples. Um, Seven Ripples, it it actually has been a developing um, business slash ministry that the Lord put on my heart. Um, I've This is now going to be this summer, the third edition of a woman's empowerment um, experience. Uh, there's a mission for Seven Ripples, and I'll just share a little bit of that. So Seven Ripples, to me, what the Lord has been revealing is just that simple. All it takes is for you to throw a little pebble into the water, and the ripple effects can move mountains. We know that the Lord says with faith as small as a mustard seed, you can move mountains. And, And so I see this in everyday living with one little thing that you do can change the trajectory of what's going to happen in someone's life. One little act of kindness can uh, spark hope in a person. One um, experience that you have as an encounter with the Lord can change the, 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 the level of your faith. And when you increase your faith, then that's when the Lord keeps moving in ways that you wouldn't even have caught had you not had the faith to see it. And so seven ripples is uh, an opportunity to say, all I'm going to do is take one little step and see what what God has for me and, and where it keeps going. And so this women's empowerment getaway is part of um, that move. Seven Ripples is also an event planning um, opportunity where I can work with other churches or other ministries or corporate and help just to put together. But I feel like I'm constantly helping with event type um, um, things or um, opportunities. So this is just making it a little more formal that the, the my vision and the one that the Lord has given me is don't do something just to do it. Do it with the intent of making an impact and change or transformation to come with it. Amen. That's good. And I appreciate you've invited me to participate uh, in this woman's empowerment experience, uh, which is the uh, weekend following July 4th. That's from Friday, July 7th, Saturday, July 8th. And you have a power packed weekend planned uh, for as a, a getaway 
Um, you want to talk a little bit more about that experience and what you have planned? Amen. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, this is going to be for women only. Um, (laughs) we, we know that we have a great purpose for the Lord. And so this is, this is an invitation to all women, whether you are already a leader, whether you're just, you know, coming to know what this means to be a Christian, or if you've been laboring and you just want to be empowered by, um, you know, God's grace and his mercy, but also by women who have been taking the lead in certain um, roles, just like this, your talk show. Um, Maybe somebody has an inspiration and they just don't even know how to get started. And so God had put on my heart, um, you know, to, to make sure to do the women's empowerment getaway. I skipped last year and this would have been the fourth one, but um, this is the third. And, and this time, as I was planning it, I was praying into who to invite. And yes, Dr. Yvonne, of course, you came into my heart. And I just have been so filled and so blessed, even just in the preparations with working with the ladies that are going to be um, imparting, activating, sharing, um, just bringing healing, all kind of amazing um, things that we need to be fulfilled in our purpose for the Lord. So I invite you, if you have, uh, you know, this weekend of July 7th through the 9th, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to come. It's a multi-million dollar home. The Lord said this needs to be exquisite. It needs to be in the atmosphere of heaven. So I'm super excited that as all these kingdom women show up at this place, that the atmosphere will be saturated in the presence of heaven, um, all of us together moving in unison toward the goal of being fulfilled in our purpose for the Lord. Amen. Uh, That's awesome. So if someone wanted to uh, register for this woman's empowerment experience taking place July 7th and 8th, uh, that's this summer, uh, 2023, how would they uh, go about uh, registering for that? Yeah, so there is the Women's Empowerment um, Experience and Getaway through Seven Ripples on Eventbrite, but also you can email um, still sevenripples at gmail.com. Or even if you um, email through people, loving people, I will get the message. You can reach out to Dr. Yvonne. You can reach out to me, um, you know, wherever you're seeing this broadcast. Um, you definitely can connect with me um, through any of those avenues. And it's sun- uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday if you want to do the full getaway. And it's um, to stay Friday night and Saturday night. And, you know, um, I just want to share one last little morsel is that oh, go ahead. Yeah. I'm excited for um, Saturday that we will have um, what we call the chocolate fountain extravaganza. So <laughs> join me <laughs> that. Awesome. You know, a lot of times in this day, uh, people are like, you know, saying, why do women need to do something separate or why? do why should we have affinity groups you know what and you know why is it necessary you know why can't everyone just get along and why can't everyone just do everything together what's your thoughts you know and I just had my women's retreat uh this past weekend that you attended and and were uh, helpful uh with um, things that were a part of it 
But why do you think it's still important for us to have these type of specific events for women? Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good question. And especially with the things going on with the gender dysphoria and, you know, all this, um, it's actually been breaking my heart that children are allowed to mutilate their bodies because they don't, they don't have an understanding of their identity. And the truth of it is that women are made different than men and we have different functions. It's not to say one is better than the other. And I think that society has oftentimes distorted. And I know as a woman in the workforce, you know, out in the market and and things like that, sometimes it gets a little bit like, oh, well, you can do what a man can do. Okay. But at the same time, women have a different um, makeup and a purpose for the Lord. And so I believe that women are sometimes really injured by men. And when you give them a safe space that they can feel confident to come into um, and heal properly, and you give them an understanding that their situations are um, not unique and that we can work together because we are going through some of the same um, experiences, but also because in the Bible, we see a lot of stories like Esther, who was put into um, a place where she shouldn't have, you know, it wouldn't have been her ideal situation, but the Lord had her, um, you know, ready for the time that she needed to, to, to have access to the king, right? She, she was positioned in a time and a place for the purposes of the Lord. And that's what I see is that God is going into this time with us to be intimate with us in a way where we can be a hundred percent our woman's self. Like we're able to be expressive the way we need to be. We're able to not worry about what, you know, is, I don't know. Sometimes we worry about what the man is going to think, or, you know, we're busy with different things that that has a lot to do with our identity in Christ and we are women. And so what better way to uplift each other and to be in unison than to be as a body of women together and healing and, and seeing our path in the same way um, means that we have uniqueness in our, in our gender and who we are as women. Yeah, I think that's a an excellent point. And I also find it as well, you know, when you go in uh, settings that um, there's an affinity, a, a like affinity with the group that you're with, there are, as you say, unique experiences, uh, unique things that we deal with that sometimes it makes it more comfortable. And I like your word uh, safe uh, to talk about. Uh, because, you know, I, I use myself even as an African-American here. There are particular things about my hair that, mm-hmm. you know, you probably wouldn't be able to understand. But when I say, you know, different things, uh, colloquialisms like nappy or, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, some people may not be able to appreciate that. And it's not that we're being exclusive, you know, saying it's a woman's event, but it, it does become a comfortable space, a safe yeah. space where when I share something about whether it's, you know, things that are going on in my body, uh, emotionally, that 
I don't have to explain myself. It's like there's already an understanding because we're all experiencing similar uh, things uh, because of the fact that of, of of being a woman. Yes. And and it's also to me uh, honoring, you know, because when we when we look at each other and I'm just going to say this has been an issue since I was younger, I oftentimes had trouble um, working with women or getting along because a lot of times there's like jealousy or there's like uh, judgment or comparison and and this constant like chasing after you know um, being like someone else or whatever it is and um, I I used to steer away from uh, women because I I couldn't stand all that I just you know I in a lot of ways um, I was growing up just trying to survive yeah. and I didn't have time for that and so I feel like this is also going to be like a time for us to say you know what I'm willing to put all that stuff down and I'm not going to bring that um, into my life anymore. I'm not okay with it. And so I do work well with women. This has been a huge work in my life that the Lord has um, had me ministering to women for years now, which I would have never thought, um, you know, was possible. But as I grew in, you know, just leading women's groups and then the soul care groups and, and seeing like, wow, you know what, women, we all have like similarities, like we we experience things very much the same. And, and it doesn't mean, you know, um, we have to steer away from each other, we actually need to really come together. And that's a big part of it, too. Yeah, no, that that is so powerful and, and so good. Because uh, even uh, with the coming together, you know, the word says iron sharpens iron. And so with our, you know, like I think about like our friendship, we have totally different personalities, totally different communication styles, but that doesn't make us less friends. Like we're able to, I well, I speak for myself. I'm able to grow from you. I'm, I'm able to grow because of my interaction with you. I'm able to, you know, seek more of God as it relates to uh, doing more from a community outreach perspective, because that is your sweet spot and you excel at it. Uh, whereas for me, I've always excelled in the marketplace, but I know, you know, God is calling me to do more outside of just being business minded and business focused, you know, yeah. so I delight being able to attend your outreach events and participate on that because it allows me to grow and also to to sharpen me and my gifts and sharpen me and what God is calling for all of us to to be doing, which is to go being empowered to go and to be a blessing outside of the our outside of our our little world outside of our churches you know but being on the being exposed to other you know people that need help need support outside of yeah. just the four walls of the church well you know what you're saying and I know we're probably taking too much time but um one of the things that is amazing is what you're saying is the iron sharpening iron. And I know growing up in the city and a lot of times kind of like growing up out on the streets because my mom wasn't at home. Um, that's been a, a challenge for me because before I would just get like a fight mode, you know, or I wanted to fight or flight. Actually, I would drop friends. I would run away. You know, I would like 
get out of my life type thing. But now being in the in the kingdom and understanding that the Lord is all about relationships. And that's not an opportunity, you know, that we we have, because if we're kingdom and we're going into the same eternal place, we're we're working together. And so, you know, in wisdom, obviously, you know, you're not going to just partner with everybody, but um, definitely the relationships that the Lord has brought, just like my relationship with you has been something of a, a beautiful growth for me because I wasn't raised in the church. You know, I'm probably first generation Christian in my life, in my family life. And so um, I feel like I learned so much from you as well, because you have that, you know, what it means to be rooted in the church and rooted in Christ um, as you were growing up. And so I pick up on some things that you probably don't recognize, you know, that I can grow on because I don't know what church life is in, in as far as like being um, a child. I've only learned what it means to be a part of a church as an adult. And so even in, you know, in that it's just uh, still an unknown sometimes what, what it's like to, to raise your children in the Lord since they're young. And, and so I have a lot of hope for my grandbaby that, you know, now I'm doing it correctly, raising her in the Lord. Uh, as much as I can. But yeah, so thank you for being a light for me. Thank you for that. Amen. And likewise. Um, so what would you like to share as your closing thoughts? Or even if you want to, uh, you know, say a small prayer for people to be empowered to go and, and be out there? Well, so I would I would say it, it just takes um, a willing heart. It takes a yes and an amen, because even though I, you know, have passion for it, I have to still give my yes to the Lord because I also would love to do a bunch of other things. Um, but once you say yes, and, and this is this is the part that I don't know how to impress as much as I can experience it. But I recognize that there are so many opportunities to see the Lord working in your life. But imagine how many and how exponentially that grows when you are used by the Lord to um, to be his beacon, to be his hands and feet, his mouthpiece for someone else. And then you see the Lord working in their life or you see a miracle or you see deliverance or just receiving Christ, that in itself has been what has offered me uh, the opportunity to know the Lord so much more and and the, the fullness of it and the beauty of it. And living, a lot of people are like, what's my purpose? What am I living for? Living out your purpose is just fulfilling and it empowers you. And when you lean on the power and the might and the love of the Lord, you're experiencing it in order to to give it. And so I just encourage you to to give the Lord an opportunity to give you a new experience by serving others. That that's been like everything for me is I don't think I would be as involved or knowing my my journey with the Lord had I not been a vessel and seen the work that he's done in others through me. 
Amen. That is so awesome. Uh, definitely a, a great story. And we need to continue the conversation, particularly about how people can uh, be more empowered to to go uh, beyond the church walls and they're just their, you know, circle of family life and church and, you know, whatever it is that they're involved with, but to do more. And so that's all the time that we have for this week's episode. Tune in next week for another episode of Live Exceptionally. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and share with others on YouTube or your preferred podcast platform. And stay connected with us at elisi.org. That's elisi.org. Have an exceptional week and see you next time. God bless. Thanks for joining us for Live Exceptionally with Dr. Yvonne Thompson. Each week, we'll explore the secrets to living a life that is both intentional and fulfilling. We'll talk to folks that will share about productivity, mindfulness, and self-care to learn practical tips and strategies for staying focused, managing our time, and finding balance within a kingdom mindset. We'll also hear from people who have made the choice to live exceptionally and learn from their experiences and insights. Connect with Dr. Yvonne by signing up at elici.org. That's E-L-I-C-I dot org. Until next time, we're praying that you find balance and rest so you can live exceptionally.